Chapter 5. Tent Sale Zelia took the day off work to help us sort out what was left of the merchandise, and she, Beatty, and I put together a plan. We would rent tents and have a sidewalk sale this Saturday and Sunday. Beatty's entourage of young dykes who hung out at the store on Sundays apparently included a couple who could make change and talk to customers, so we scheduled them to help set up and help then. Zelia seemed to really enjoy unpacking the boxes, asking questions about the porcelain or rhinestones or whatever we had ready to sell online, like they were artifacts of a new civilization. I had to put off finalizing paying the consigners for the stuff that was damaged, and I emailed all of them saying that I felt it was important to do the sale first and then finalize the claims for damages. I asked Beatty if she knew of a woman-owned construction firm, and she did not, but Suzanne did. We scheduled a meeting the next morning. Her name was Dixie. She knew her way around a hammer, and when I told her I wanted to build a small living unit around my sleigh bed, she grinned and immediately started sketching with a big, thick pencil on her yellow legal pad. I told her I wanted it to follow the old lines of the foundation and use the old floor if she could. I wanted it to feel like the inside of a train car, with windows up high and wainscoting below them, beadboard painted a Nile green. She nodded and kept sketching. Two more cars pulled up, one with Suzanne and the Schnauzers, and one with a man who got out carrying a clipboard. Beware of men bearing clipboards. Suzanne introduced him as Bob from the county. Maggie, Suzanne said to me, I live to avoid conflict. Let's talk what the plans are to rebuild. I looked Bob from the county straight in the eye and said, This is a mixed-use property, with a retail business downstairs and living unit upstairs in the main building, and a commercial kitchen and living unit in this building destroyed by a tree falling from the county land onto my property. This building will be replaced on the original foundation, same square footage, same purpose, mixed use. Do you see a problem? This was a living space as well as a kitchen? asked Bob from the county. Yes, there was a sleeping alcove built into one of the walls, destroyed by the tree that fell from the county property. Suzanne glared at me, and I realized I probably didn't need to make that point again. We found personal effects of a woman who lived here as we did the cleanup. It was a living unit. It's going to be a living unit again. Bob from the county looked at Dixie and said, I don't see a problem. Just do the permits and inspections, especially for power. Then he asked me, Where did the wood from the tree get to? I gave him the name of the arborist. I wouldn't mind getting hold of some of that good firewood. It burns forever. Let me know when you get to replacing the sheds. And Bob from the county got in his car and drove away. Suzanne asked me if I was ready for the check for the truck yet, and I had to tell her that Beatty and I had not had time to shop yet. She wanted to know if the consigners' claims for damages were ready, and I had to tell her they were not. I told her we were reopening that weekend with a sidewalk sale, and I could tell she thought we were crazy. We worked from dawn to sundown on Thursday, putting up rented tables, putting tents over them, getting the boxes out and starting to unpack. One of the Sunday baby dykes slept in a van in the parking lot to keep eyes on things, and another suggested we call a couple of food trucks to be there for refreshments, which Beatty jumped on. On Thursday afternoon, Zelia took me aside to show me an email she had just gotten on her phone. I sent a photo of the letter you found to a couple of people, and I just heard back. It's Japanese, dated 1925. Here's the translation. She handed me the phone, and I read, My sister, I arrive in December. 
We will find a house and make a business of some kind. Stay strong. Our dreams will indeed come true. Zelia said, It's signed with a nickname. Hard to translate, she says. Closest would be Bigfoot or maybe Bootsy. Thank you, was all I managed to say. The past seemed a millimeter away, and the future seemed unknowable. I hoped with all my heart Bigfoot had arrived safely. And on Friday afternoon, we had our appointment with the family court judge. Zelia asked Beatty if she could go too, and Beatty said yes. Yes.